Good morning, Rabbi Isaiah. Good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kodesh. Parshas Kisavai. We're holding Tavshin Pei Beis, uh, the 19th day of Elul. Shabbos, which Matzah Shabbos is going to bring us to the beginning of the saying of the Slichas, according to the Minig Ashkenaz, the Minig the Svardim. I've already been saying it since Rosh Chodesh Elul. But now is our time to start to ask the Rebbe Anushalem to beseech him that he should be Meichalas, we should look for the Dark Tshuva. And um, we always look for Chizik in the Parsha, and perhaps a Hakdama, an introduction, and really not only an introduction, but really a way for us to begin our asking HaKadosh Baruch of Slichas to take a look at the Parsha and to see what does the Parsha tell us. The beginning of the Parsha speaks about the mitzvah of Bikurim, and we know that we would take the first of the fruits, we would bring it up to Yerushalayim, bring it to the Kayan, and we would give a whole Megillah, we would say, thank you, Rabbanu Shalom, for everything that you've done for us. And we go through a whole history, and in the end, we have the famous words, where we say, V'samachta v'chol hatoiv, we're very, very happy with all of the goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us. And we, the simple understanding of the mitzvah Bikurim is the mitzvah of Satov, not to be a kafir toiva, but to be thankful and to recognize everything that Kaddish Baruch Hu does for us is always for good. Um, Arachayim HaKadosh points out that, um, and we mentioned it in previous years, that the concept of toiv has two meanings. One pshat in toiv is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good. The essence of everything is really, Koilo Kol HaToiv is really that's the source of taif. And that's the first thing we have to focus on, to recognize that with everything that's going on, we also have to see all of the goodness, all of the brachas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, especially Klal Yisrael, in the midst of the, the turmoil of what the world is going through, we realize everything is being done for the sake of Klal Yisrael. And to recognize that there's so much goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu continues to give us every single day. As we say in Maidim, Maidim Anachnu Lach, and we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all of the Tavis and all of the Nisim and the flows that He does for us daily. Second interpretation, the Arachayim says, Ein Tav ala There's no greater Tav than Taira. And he mentions something which today became a popular song, which is that if people would recognize the Mesikus, and the Arevis of the Torah, of the Torah, they literally run after it with all of their might. And the reason is ki Torah kolelas kol hatayvish abaylam. The Torah, not only for sure the limud Torah, but the kiyum hatayvish, the mitzvahs of the Torah, that's all the goodness that we have. And I think this is a great pesach for us to, in order for us to enter into slichas, is to recognize Hakadosh Baruch Hu is with us not to be miyayish. As we mentioned last night in the Zoom Shmuz, Revolbi says, the biggest Pesach for tshuva is to recognize never to be miyayish, never to feel despondent, that we can never do it. No. No matter where we're holding, it's always possible for a person to be chayzer in the tshuva because we recognize there's an akuda hapnimius of kedusha that's within every single one of us. I saw a Misa that Rebbe Cheskel Abramsky, the great, great Goyen and Tzaddik, when his last years lived in Eretz Yisrael, I was able to see him. I was at his levaya. I remember the Shm- the, the levaya that spayed him that Reb Shach Zatzal gave, and um, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz Zatzal gave, and uh, Reb Chatzkel. We know 
was one of the great, great Gedolim, a Talmud of Rebchaim Brisker, and um, he said over that he was zoichet to get a bracha from the Chafetz Chaim when he was a young boy. He was on a train, and he heard uh, the sweetest voice saying over Nishmas Kol Chai, and he was told that the Chafetz Chaim is in a, a little karan, in a little room in the, on the train, and he was zoichet to go into him, and he got a bracha from not one bracha, he got a few brachas from the Chafetz Chaim, and he said over that many years many years later he recognized every single bracha that the Chafetz Chaim had given him was Mekuyim. It's Yudua that the Chafetz Chaim uh, exclaimed on Shabbos many, many years later when the the, the Chazon Yecheskor, Pachatzkler Bramsky was in Tfisa in Siberia by the Russians. He said, oh, they let out Riva Bramsky. On Shabbos, there was no information, no one had said anything, and then only Matzah Shabbos, they found out that they had finally released Riva Bramsky, the Russians, and uh, he was to be able to go to freedom. Eventually, he moved to England, and in his later years, he moved to Ertzol, and he lived in Bayit Vigan. But one of the things he mentioned, that not only did he get a bracha, but at the end of the bracha, the Chafetz Chaim kissed him on his forehead and on his cheek, and he used to say over, even later on in life, he would say, oh, you point to his that part of the face and you say, ah, this is where the Chafetz Chaim kissed me. And it seems that the Chafetz Chaim's kiss was like this aravus, tremendous, tremendous source of sweetness and goodness and kindness. And uh, many, many Gedolim, we see that they always gave over their Talmidim, not only the Torah, but they always gave over a Mesikus, they always gave over a good feeling. I myself was a I remember once that Rav Moshe Feinstein, once called him about a certain issue that I had, and he said to me, do you want me to come to you, or do you want to come to me? I was that time learning in New York, in, um, in uh, the Mir Yeshiva in Brooklyn, and I was like bewildered that Rav Moshe would have said that he would have come to me, but that gave me such a good feeling that Rav Moshe had such a kesher with the Talmud, that he would exclaim, no, if you want me, I'll come to you. And I eventually went to Rav Moshe or discussed with Rav Moshe the issue that I was going with. And that gave me a tremendous chizuk. I saw that the the great Rav, Rav Lau, Shlita Shabika Zutenstark, when he was came out of the Holocaust, he was a Yosem, him and his brother, two Yosemim, and eventually were taken in by an uncle in Haifa. And he came from a very, very illustrious rabbinical family. And he was able to go to the yeshiva called Torah and he learned by Rav Shlomazam and Orvach Zechot Tzadik Levracha and Rav Shlomazam was his rabbi eventually he went from called Torah he went to learn in Panovich he learned by all the great yeshivas in Panovich and before he got married uh, he came to Rav Shlomazam and Rav Shlomazam they had a long talk and Rav Shlomazam said to him um, said to him that um, I heard that you're planning on going into the Rabbanus into Rabbanut. He's taking in the test of the Rabbanut. You should know it's very, very difficult, Rabbanut, unless you have like a family surrounding you that's supportive. So he said, you know what? I want to write you a letter. At that point, Rabbi Shlomo was already a known Godel. He wasn't known as he was later on in life. But he said, you know, I don't know if the letter's going to be worth anything. I want to write you a letter. You should have a letter for me. You never know when it will come into good stead. And he went back to Panovich. And a few weeks later, the way the mail was given out in Panovich, that the letters were written to a post box, and there would be the Menahel or an older Bacher that would take all the mail, and they would give out the mail. 
And by lunchtime, they would announce, oh, there's a letter that came. All of a sudden, there was an announcement one day that Yisrael may allow. There's a letter from you from Shleim Zalman Arbach. So besides the covet and the honor, he just felt just he felt like a closeness. And he said that letter was such a precious letter to him. He gave him chizuk and eventually became a great Rav and Klal Yisrael and he became the chief rabbi of Israel. So that shows that the Neshika, this is really what we have to understand. I think that that's a way to look at the beginning of this parasha. The beginning of this parasha, getting closer to Rosh Hashanah, is in the shikah of HaKadosh Baruch To think about the good things, all of the brachas, to have that kar satov, and to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch is constantly with us. No matter where we're holding, a person should always recognize that HaKadosh Baruch gives us everything, and we should have a kar satov. And for, perhaps in a practical way, that we can express it in our avodah, as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, is that we ourselves should recognize the kissing of our children, the connection that we have with our Talmidim, with any person, to give a Hagosh tov, to smile to a person, to say a good word to a person. I have a Yid, Haidabmuth, in the morning, and we have a banter that goes on. He gives me a bracha, and I give him a better bracha, so he started giving me the better bracha, so therefore I can't give him the better bracha. And so this morning I said, listen, I just want to tell you, I think you chap me eyes, but I want to give you a bracha. All the brachas that you gave me, you should get a better one. And uh, that's what we really have to know. And at the same time, we have to realize that there's klolos. That's the second part of the parasha. The tzaddik ches klolos that we have, which are very, very powerful. And we hope and we pray that it should be as Chazal tell us, that we should read these brachas and tich l'shan The shana should be finished, all of the klolos. We know what kind, what's going on in the world. And the Tichle Shana and the world should be filled with Grachas. So Gavaldik Avort, they bring down from Remeyri Parashalan that the Zoya Kodesh says that in every Klala there's a remez for a Bracha. We'll soon see an interesting chat in that as well. But Remeyri Parashalan said it, Apia Gematria. He says that the Parsha is filled, of the Klala is filled with 676 words. Kiminyan Ra'os, to the minion of bad, bad things. And at the same time, if you take a look, many, many times in the parish of the clothes, it mentions the shame Hashem, the shame Havaya. Havaya, which you know, which is Midas Harachimim. How many times does it say the shame Havaya? It says it 26 times. And we know the shame Havaya is 26. So if you times 26 by 26, how much do you reach? Yes, guess what? 676. 676 the letters which are the klolos, the shame havaya, will be mahapech, the klolos into bracha. The kayach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he can be mahapech, the klolos into the brachas. And this is really the message. The message is that for the goyim, the words are, we're soon going to see, the words are going to be turned into klolos. But for Yidin, the klolos are going to turn into brachas. And he brings down the medrash, the medrash brings down the pasuk, Rabbis rose tzadik, umikulam yatzilenu Hashem. There are many, many rows, this, as we said, 676 clothes which, ha- which come into the world even for the tzaddikim. But mikulam yatzilenu Hashem. From all of them, HaKadosh Baruch will save us. The Shem Havaya, which is mentioned 26 times in the parasha, and we times it by 26. We, yeah, 26 times the 26 of the Shem Havaya, and that's going to be the Hatzalah of the clothes. I saw it brought down from the Chidot. The Chidah says a famous Pasuk in the parasha, which I just learned yesterday with my Chavrusa, 
And the Pusik speaks about uh, the um, the klala which will take place. It says, Borcha Hashem Ba'ir. There'll be a klalas. It'll be uh, the opposite. And then there's a Pusik that says like this. The Pusik says that, um, let's just take a look at the Pusik inside. The, the Pusik says, Givaldi, Givaldi, Givaldi. The Pusik inside. Ah, the Pusik says, the, ah, Let's take a look. Yeah. Sharcha Tavuach Lenecha. Perik Chavches, Pusik Lamed Aleph. Sharcha Tavuach Lenecha. Your axe will be shechted in front of your eyes. You're not going to eat it. Rashi explains because the goyim are going to come along and they're going to take away your your animals. Chamor chagazim lefanecha. You're going to have a chamor, which is your transportation. It's going to be stolen from you. V'leyashalach. It's not going to be returned to you. Tzaynicha nesunas leivecha. Your sheep are going to be given over to your enemies. Ve'einlocha meshia, and there will not be any salvation. There will be no savior. That's one of the klalas. So the the rabbeinu the chidah says in the nachal kedum and the gavaldik dover. He says, take a look at this passage. With this passage, you can see this right, what we said before, the same desire, that the klalas all turn into brachas. He says, if you're mahapech the passage, let's read the passage backwards. And this is the way the passage, these are the words of the passage, if you read it backwards. Moshiach, HaKadosh Baruch will be Moshiach to you. Ve'ein lo'ivech anasunas. And you will not be given over to the enemy. Tzaynecha l'cha yashuf. Your sheep will be returned to you. Ve'loymil fanecha gazel. And you, you won't, they won't be stolen. From your chamor, you'll be able to eat, from, you'll be able to have, to have a transportation, use it. And not in front of your eyes will your shor be shechted. Because it will be, it, it, it won't be dafka le'inecha, you'll be able to eat it. So it comes out of Gavaldika Remez. The Remez is that the clothes themselves will turn into brachas. And the Chidah says it's really Marumas and a Pasuk in Tilim. It says, Lasis Nekama Bagoyim, Techechas Balumim. We ask that Kashbarchu, Mitz Hashem, do Nekama Bagoyim, and Techechas into the world, to the, the nations of the world. Lasis Behem Mishpat Kasuv. Kashbarchu will do a Mishpat to them. Hadahu Lachol Chasidim. Simple understanding is, but it's going to be good for all the Chasidim for Kla Yisrael. But here it's a little bit of a different interpretation, the Chidah says. To the Goyim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do Nekama. That's Lassus, Bahem Mishpat Kosov. He's going to do the Mishpat Kosov. It's going to be the Klolus, the way it's written. To them, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give the Klolus. Hadar, Hu Lechol Chasidov. But Hadar, which is in Aramaic, Lashon Chazorah. But if you turn it around, if you're Mahapachit, Lechol Chasidov, to the Chasidim, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Klai Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch is going to turn, Hadar, Hu Lechol Chasidov, is going to return everything to Brachas. Rabbi said, this is our wish, this is our prayer, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be mahapach, the clothes to Brachas, and it should be, Mirz Hashem, uh, the slicha and mechila should be with the feeling of the neshika of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is kissing us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us, not to be miyayish, to recognize that throughout the tsaras, and there are many, many tsaras, can't deny the tsaras, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's watching over us, and he's the one that has the cheshbon. Emir Hashem will be zaycha. We should be zaycha. We're mespalo. The year should be a year of, as I said last night, Tufshin Pei Beis is coming in. I always try to say a little remez. And the remez I said last night, 
Teishnas Pidyan Binyan. Tavshin Peibes. It should be an Indian of Pidya. Kanshbacha should be Paidas. From the Taurus and Binyan, it should be a Binyan by Yisadiyat. The base of should be built. The Heirah of Yamein, Amen, Vamein. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.